friends. Are you listening to CBJRadio.com yet? It's a free internet radio station. Brand new shows every day of the week. Shows range from hip-hop to rock to all independent artist shows, plus a Friday night request show. And don't forget about Retro Saturday Nights. Make CBJRadio.com the only internet radio station you listen to. Today's episode is the first theme episode. Back in episode 26, I interviewed Kim Williams and we talked about her tradition with her best friend Kim Buchanan to watch the Academy Awards together. And it all started right around when they were 22-ish years old. Kim Buchanan's birthday falls around Oscar time. It's in February, so when the Oscars are then this year, they've been pushed back because of COVID and such. So it's been a dual celebration for them for the past 25 years. In this episode, we talk about their tradition of watching the Academy Awards and also talk about this year's nominations. And we don't give any spoilers. Well, at least we hope. Today is a special themed, all my friends. We have the Kims in the house. We got Kim Williams, Kim Buchanan. And tonight we are talking Oscars because they have a long tradition of watching them together. Now, how and when did this tradition start? Well, it started like this year is 25 years. Um, it started, um, I, we were 22. And we had actually kind of drifted apart in high school and we reconnected right after Kim's 21st birthday. And she was all about the Oscars and asked me to come over and watch it. And I remember just alphabetizing her CDs. I always thought it was so boring. (laughs) (laughs) And then it just became something we did every year and it's gotten crazier and crazier every year. Do you guys remember the movies that were up for the Academy Awards that year? No? No, uh, it's not really about the movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest, like it's, I mean, we definitely both love movies. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Kim more so when we first started doing this. Um, wouldn't you say? Yeah. But um, I like how I disappear when I <laughs> Folks, we're on Zoom and we have these great, great Oscar backgrounds you'll see in the picture uh, that I post on the Facebook page. And uh, But every once in a while, we disappear into our backgrounds because they are fake backgrounds. So it is entertaining to watch. You guys won't get to see the video because I don't ever post that one, but I do post a picture of it. Sorry, folks. We're all dressed up. We're we're ready. We could hand out Oscars tonight if we needed to. Um, I remember the first year. I, I... I couldn't, maybe it was 2000 or so, or maybe 2001 that I actually paid attention because it was always movies and such that I cared less about. I, I wasn't, it was hard for me to watch like action movies, like sci-fi and they weren't really yeah. represented. Um, but it was like Chocolat and I think Gladiator <laughs> was in there. There was, I think I'd watch most of them because I was around people that were into it. So I ended up watching all those movies. And so the moment I saw you guys posting stuff about doing this, I was like, that is, that's great. And it's kept a friendship together for a long time. Now, like 
what is the most you've done like dressed up or or made shirts or, or like what to celebrate the event Early on, we did used to dress up. We also would <laughs> cut out things out of magazines, like what we would wear or what our jewelry would be or who our date would be. Nice. Famous leading gentlemen would be our date. <laughs> so we would put it all on a poster and then make our parents judge. <laughs> it's all about gambling too. Like we oh, do. Yeah. We, we do the voting and we do these competitions and make people vote. And we usually chip in on an Amazon gift card or something. So whoever wins like gets that money and stuff. So and that's then, important to us. <laughs> one year, my, my dad had connections at the uh, American Heritage Center and there is Barbara Stanwyck's Oscar there. And so he got us in and we were able to like hold it and do a little photo shoot. So <laughs> that was kind of fun. Yeah. And then it kind of got sillier with not as like dressy and things. Then we wore like matching onesie pajamas with our adult uh, Capri Sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the it, like, yeah, it's got, it's, it's got definitely gone silly. downhill. But we used to have like fancy <laughs> who you're asking. Lots of fancy, like we'd have a fancy meal and it was yeah. like really classy. And now it's just well, we still order fancy meals. Yeah, but lots more drinking and just <laughs> comfort clothes. Comfort. Yes, of Much course. Comfort. Yes. So do you guys uh, who's winning this competition of picking right? Probably me because I've seen a lot more. Okay. That's good. Well, I mean, if you, oh, I guess that never matters, though. That it can just I say though? She went. I don't know if I should say, say whatever. <laughs> but when sometimes I would win and still give her my gift card because she was going through. It's like because my life sucks a lot harder, okay. and she feels bad. So I, I was nice. Let's just. And I'm. I'm having another bad time. No, you're not. <laughs> Wins are wins, though. I mean, hey, it's a win. You know, it feels good to win. So that's, a, that's good. That's a good friend of you to do that. And it's all for fun and everything. Oh, and uh, do you guys ever, when you're doing your picks, like, you're like, oh, that's my favorite actress or actor, yes. but, but they starred okay. in a really bad movie. So like, we, we definitely <laughs> on our ballots, we do, we do who we think's going to win. And then we do like who we want to win. So we okay. can we do like a, a a half point for who we really want to win. So, cause we're just lean like that. So that's what we do. Like we think this person should win and we can get half a point even though we know they're not going to win. So, but sometimes they do. They do. I mean, yeah. I have picks later in the show and I, some of them I think could be from that, my heart. Like I like that actor. I don't know how good they were. I mean, I really, actually, I think I paid attention to the overall stuff. So I think my picks are reasonable for, for what the movies are and everything. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's tough because there are some movies I just watched all the, not all, all but two of, of the movies up this year. And, but there's actresses and actresses from other movies that I haven't seen. There are a few, I was like, Oh, I actually saw that one by chance. Uh, like, um the borat sequel like the yeah, loved the, it. <laughs> yeah the, the actress in a supporting role is in it she is in it as up for an oscar it's surprising because it's that movie but she's actually pretty good in that movie 
And well, right, I agree. Golden Globes. It did. Like yeah. he got best actor and, and and that's another thing we do. We the Golden Globes oftentimes are the same winners for the Oscars. So we do go vote along those lines a lot of the time. Um, Dang, I should have paid attention to the Golden Globes. <laughs> I'm seeing her and she's not watching them, but I know she is. So. You're like, oh yeah, no, no, I'm not studying at all for this competition. Exactly. <laughs> but it is sad that like comedies and comedic actors aren't up for awards more often because I think it's harder to make people laugh than cry. Like that sometimes frustrates me. Yeah. I, those are the movies I like to watch anyway. So and especially during well, these trying times, I need to laugh. And yes this year oscar's so sad like <laughs> so sad. well they're always like so there are a lot of times they're sad i don't know but i mean i guess that maybe maybe actors have to stretch a little bit because they live such rock star lives to make right. us feel sad for them in a movie <laughs> when we know they're pulling down a lot of money i mean not necessarily all of them but they're getting paid a lot to do this yeah. and and but yet they get give a great role so i guess that's why we give them these little trophies behind us yeah and everything it's and i'm looking at the list of, of movies and uh mank the black and white movie on netflix won had 10 nominations it's and so yeah boring. my husband thinks that's gonna win because it's so like because who's voting are actors and they're gonna you know he just thinks that one's gonna win but it's i don't know it was we were just, I finally was yeah. like, this is like really boring and I don't want to waste my time. And everyone's like, we're like, yeah, let's turn this off. It's about Citizen Kane, which you which have to be a real movie now, buff. I didn't yeah. like that either. I don't know. You have to be a real movie buff to watch yeah. Citizen Kane. And yeah. or like, because I come from the broadcasting TV world, uh, documentaries and stuff. And my stepdad would always push Citizen Kane. Oh, you got to watch it for the lighting and all the stuff. And I was like, we've learned from Citizen Kane what to make movies now. I respect the movie, but I don't necessarily like, or is it meant to it? Sorry if you guys are big Citizen Kanes that are listening Not to the show. I mean, but I mean, the listeners, I don't want to insult their, their oh. tastes in movies and, such <laughs> and, and everything. I mean, because um, it is all those things. But yet movies have progressed and evolved since. Um, I always think about like our generation, we had so many movies to choose from. It was really hard for me to go back and watch the classics and stuff. I can't imagine the kids today, they have infinite movies. And I like mentioned a 90s movie and they're like, huh, yeah. what? Never saw that. I've like, you've never seen Forrest Gump? Come on. Like, no. Oh, 90s. It's bad. We, make, we make our kids watch all of, my my son wants to make movies and That's, i think he will he's a, he's very he's very talented has a youtube channel and all of that and i think you know we make him watch all of those movies that we loved and he loves them so we so had i just feel like there were so many great movies when we were growing up definitely Definitely because they learned how to make them in the 70s, 60s and stuff. By the time they were entertaining us yeah. in the 90s and 80s and 90s, like we can't let go. Like I like I could sit around like certain movies come on. Like I said, Forrest Gump, I could watch about any given moment. Forrest Gump is the best. And yeah. it's funny because Kim and I, like we started, we like 
knew each other before kindergarten. And then we became super, we were like, became best friends in fifth grade. So we like the breakfast club, the candles, like all those movies we watched together and we went to so many movies together as teenagers and that it's so crazy that we're still doing that together, like loving the movies together. Movie boss. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, 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 of course, I go to a trivia. I go to trivia every week with a group, and when it's Oscar questions, though, I'm not. I'm not gonna remembering who won or what the because was. we drink through <laughs> the whole show. Yeah, and and, so, I, and post pictures of us in our matching unicorn onesies. So <laughs> do, do you start at like <laughs> the red carpet walk-ins? Do you critique what they wear too? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right. absolutely. Like that's the best part. But I think the hour, the show before the show is the yeah. best. <laughs> yeah, I, that I'd get very self conscious if I had to go and do that and be oh. just walking. Even though guys wear you know pretty standard clothing, yeah. like the tuxedos. I mean, maybe the tie changes up, but girls can totally get wild and crazy. Or oh, girls like, but they're like up to a like held up to a much higher seat. Oh yeah. Definitely. And that's where I'm like, yeah, hey, they, they went on that edge ledge to wear that clothing. We shouldn't be so critical of them, but also they should know body types and such. And maybe exactly like you, you should know you look really bad in that. Yeah. Yeah. I figure if you got a million cameras on you, you might want to uh, tweak the look, you know, save the wild stuff for other awards because Academy Awards. I mean, yeah, it is. The Oscars. But like, it's kind of fun too. Like now that people don't do that as much, it's kind of yeah. sad. Like I miss the meat dresses, the swan dresses. Like I wish people were more adventurous and fun like that because it's fun to see. I wonder what it'll be like this year. Will be virtual walk-ins. But like I saw something the other night that I think people are going to be there. Yeah. Is it? Is it? I wonder if it's still in California. It makes sense since it's. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe everyone's got their vaccines, Kim. <laughs> Kim doesn't yes. want to get a vaccine. Okay, let's <laughs> put the map worms on. It's a, like, wait, I, I understand, like, a few people that don't want to give me yet are waiting to see what us that are vaccinated. <laughs> if we start growing. I know, on, I know you're not. not. No, I had COVID. Here. I had COVID. It was, like, the worst. So. Yeah. I think I had it too in end of 2019. Different podcast and everything, but I never, I never want to get that sick again. Yeah, I'll say that I never want to get that sick again. Um, if it was or not, whatever, because it wasn't really dying up, up in the world. People weren't talking about it as much. It was terrible sickness. Uh, yeah, I got the vaccine right away. Plus, being a diabetic, uh, my immune system's a little uh, depleted. Yeah, yeah. So. I was like, why not? You know, it's better than, and right now it's just peace of mind. I don't necessarily yeah. can do a whole lot more. I couldn't go to the Oscars while they're out in California, but <laughs> like, like you feel like a yeah. little bit invincible. And I do want you all to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see you in a few years. <laughs> when we're all zombies. We're all zombies. Yes. You love. <laughs> I've given car blanche to take me out if I turn into a zombie because of this vaccine. <laughs> I'm like, someone just take me out then. I get it. Not, I mean, <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yeah. 
So I digress. There should be zombies in the in Oscars. Uh, zombie movies. I'm into them and everything. That'd be awesome if they had a few uh, for the Oscars. I thought maybe like um, was Will Smith. Uh, he did that one. Uh, Legend. I thought that could have been up for some awards, but you know that's just me. All right, maybe we should uh, get in off the COVID talk and get into. Okay, uh, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, it's it's a subject. I almost died. I'm calling <laughs> Whatever. Listen to your friend. It's a subject matter that we're always we're going to talk about for a while to come. And I mean, we kind of talked about why if people are actually going to be at the Oscars because of it, or if California is going to let them gather like that, or if you have to like shuffle out people. Okay, fifty people in the room. Next, fifty people can be there. The nominees. So who knows? Well, I'll have to watch now. No, I was going to watch anyway because I put so much effort. In it. <laughs> you, better, you better. Yeah, I, I'm going to. So we're going to start with our, our first category of the evening. Um, I don't cover all the categories, people, just the big ones. Uh, we're going to go through actress in a supporting role, actor in a supporting role, actor in a leading role, actress in a leading role, best picture, and director. These are right. ones we're going to touch on. And we got actress in a supporting role. And we have Maria Balkova from Borat, the sequel, the movie film. And Glenn Close from Hillbilly Elegy. Olivia Coleman, the father. Amanda Seinfried in Mock. And Yo Yoong Jung in Minari. Hopefully I didn't slaughter those names too well. Um, <laughs> for me, interesting enough i saw borat that movie and i thought she was awesome so she awesome. Was a great great character did very well in the movie that'd be my pick um i don't know how you guys feel about the rest of the nominees my pick would be glenn close i thought hillbilly elegy was like the one of the best movies i saw this year um so i would i agree with you justin like i thought she was incredible but i really did i i just thought that was such a great movie and i would love to see glenn close when not yeah i think i need to watch that movie it's come across my to watch you haven't movie. watched it you definitely should it's a true yeah. story it's very entertaining it's a very good movie what do you think other kim <laughs> jim buchanan up next that's so funny that you said that because <laughs> like we Everyone in her family calls me other Kim and my family calls her, her other Kim. So I think that's funny that you picked <laughs> up on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have not seen those movies. <laughs> Is there any real housewife? <laughs> Nominated? I think Portia Williams. Portia Williams has killed it on Atlanta Housewives this year. And that's another set of one of those uh, Emmys, the daytime Emmys. Yes. People like that. <laughs> I worked at a news station. Our station won Emmys. I couldn't believe it that I had the possibility to win an Emmy if I would have done a great news story. I wasn't there yet. Like I was doing regular news stories, but we had people that did like special features and stuff and they won tons of like daytime Emmys and such. Our station had some really good videographers and reporters that covered some things. So I know people that have won Emmys. Where were you, Justin? Is that in New York? New York. I, oh, I, I uh, worked at a news station. Uh, Twenty-four hour came a news station called News Twelve Long Island, and yeah, I was shocked that you could win Emmys there, and we'd have go to awards and stuff, and everything. Cool. They would go to awards. I would do the other work. I was like so new into the scene, like 
they weren't giving me a special feature <laughs> to work on anytime while I was there anytime soon. But still pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Like for to see my friends win them and stuff and for the work and to to see guys that did what I did for a living videographers win big awards, which was pretty cool. And I was like, all right, if I stuck with that TV world, I probably could have, but I'm glad I work in education now. And we're on to actor in a supporting role. Yeah. Uh, we got Sasha Bear Cohen from the trial of Chicago seven. We got Daniel Kalua, Judas and the black Messiah, Leslie Odom jr. And one night Miami, Paul Ratchie and the sound of metal. And this good one, yeah. uh, Fifth, Stanfield and yeah. Judas and the black Messiah. Uh, my pick, I thought, was uh, Sasha Baron Cohen in the, the tr Trial of Chicago 7. He was awesome. I know he, he's done such, you know, comedic roles throughout his career, Borat and all that. But he, I mean, he's a kind of comical character in the movie, but he does a great job of that. Like, I think he just steals his scenes. He's he's great. And, and so, like, that's my pick. Mm. Yeah, we, we're actually going to try to watch that movie tomorrow, but I, gotcha. I mean, I love him, but I, I mean, based on the Golden Globes, the Daniel, I don't know how to say his last name, but that's who won the Golden Globes. So that would be like who I would probably pick to win that. And Judas and the Black Messiah was one of the first uh, Oscar movies I'd watched, not knowing that it was going to be up for a movie. I just watched it and I was, was like- it good? Yeah, uh, black. I mean, it's the Black Panthers um, and the FBI. I don't want to give away much, but <laughs> at the end, I'm like, "Wow, if this is, and it's, a, I think it's a true story." I was just like, "No way!" Like, "Oh my god!" Like, it was sad. The ending, like I said, Oscar's so sad. It was sad that that went down that way, and everything. But yeah, good actors and everything. Good story, but definitely made me just say, out of, wow. out of the two movies, which should we, which do you recommend we watch? Uh, trial, uh, uh trial of the Chicago seven. Okay. Um, it does cover, uh, black Panthers a little bit are in it, but it kind of covers a big scope of, of protesters in it and everything and mm -hmm. how stuff went down. Um, definitely around, uh, based around the Vietnam war and protests and that, um, but yeah, there are some Black Panthers, even cross, not even crossover char characters, but sa different actors, but same characters in the in different both movies. So okay. I would say the trial of the Chicago Seven first. Um, you want to get your heart pulled strings more? Go and watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, I, think I think we're gonna watch that uh, and Minari. I think okay. we're gonna watch Minari. Minari is good. We'll, we can. You watch that? Yeah, I did. Uh, it is all mostly subtitled. Um, Minari, so get have a big screen, and uh, and it's good. It's good. <laughs> and, uh, we're gonna go into actors in a leading role. Uh, we got Ritz, Ahmed, Sound of Metal, uh, Chadwick Boseman, My Rainy Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Gary Oldman, Monk, and Stephen Yoon, uh, Minari. Um, I'm going with uh, the guy from Sound of Metal. Uh, okay. was my pick just because um, it kind of touched my heart that he, he's a drummer. I'm not giving anything away. It's in the description that loses his hearing. Yeah. And, and how you would react if you lost your hearing, if like music was your life or anything and not understanding like the total ramifications of 
how you're going to function in life without your hearing, you know, and thinking that could be an easy fix to doing it. And it's not necessarily the easiest fix to try to get your hearing back more sign language and stuff like that. And so I thought he did a great role in, in that movie itself. What do you guys got? I, I would go for Chadwick Boseman. I just know how the academy yeah. really goes. Like, you know, I feel like they will probably give it to him. Um, I hope so. Just I, I mean, I hope so too. His wife speak at all of the <laughs> award shows. She's given amazing speeches. In now, I need, now I need to see it just so I can go, yep, he deserved it. Not just because he yeah, had, I, he's I, a great I, actor. I've never even heard of it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I think... Um, I know that like is sound of metal is that because because we're probably only going to watch two movies tomorrow would you say that that one is one of your favorites because my husband and I are such metal heads so I'm like maybe that's the movie we should watch but I don't know if Kim would like it it's good um my my favorites (laughs) I could get into them late. I'll get them to the movie into the, when we go through the best pictures. Because um, okay. I was like, I've got stuff to say about those ones. Um, okay. All right. And we have actress in a lead role. We have uh, Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And then Andrea Day, The United States versus Billie Holiday. I haven't heard of that one. Uh, Vanessa Kirby, uh, Pieces of Women, of a Woman. Sorry. Frances McDermott, Nomadland, McDormand. Nomadland, uh, Casey Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. Um, this was a tough one for me. Um, uh, Frances McDormand, she is a really good actress. Yes. And I don't know if it's because I like her in a lot of things. And the moment I saw her on screen, I'm like, don't do drugs. That is from uh, <laughs> Almost Famous. A smoker. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I was like, it cracked me up. And then, but yet... Uh, Carrie Mulligan and Promising Young Woman is that movie was so good. Yes, that, that's been my favorite movie I've seen yeah. out of all these movies. Did you, you watched it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it. it was a good change of of pace from yeah. kind of sad slices of life movies like Minari and Nomadland and Judas Maccabee and Chicago Seven. Those are like real slices of life. I'm sure. Promising Young Woman, this story has happened to a lot of women and are just a lot of people. And it covers kind of a lot of sides to the, the movie. I don't want to give away much, but it kept me on. It kept me squirming, actually, a lot. Yeah, we watched it. I watched it with my 17 year old son. And I think it's a very important movie for parents to watch with their sons. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like a lot of girls have been in that situation. I really yeah. do. Like, or, just because you're getting drunk doesn't mean things like that should happen to you. So, I thought it was a great movie. I don't know if her performance was Oscar worthy, but you know, was Andrew Day and for it for us. Um, Andrew Day. No, I. Yeah, I. I. She won the Golden Globe, so she'd probably be my pick. Ah, gotcha. Um, but, um, Nomadland was very. It was a good movie. It was sad. I mean, I could see her winning too. Yeah. And then now we're into best picture. We can kind of, The Father, <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah, Monk, Minari, No Man Land, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, The Trial of Chicago 7, my pick, Promising Young Woman. Uh, of all those, 
I know I didn't watch Golden Globes, so I'm like, I don't have the the inside info on that. I, I thought it was just, maybe it was just the order I've watched movies, uh, these movies, because I was just engaged into it a little more than I was the other ones. Sound of Metal a little more because I was like, wow, how would I handle this? And I always question my hearing because I got a ton of concerts and I don't wear earplugs. Been a DJ for such a long time that like next thing I know, I can't hear music. That would just be insane. Yeah. Yeah. And so that kind of pulled out my heartstrings a little bit. I felt for the guy a lot. I felt for the, the band, the group and stuff. So definitely I, I a lot of these movies, I mean, if you got the time, you've already seen Promise Young Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of the Chicago 7 are, are up there. Um and you watch, did you, and Minari? Nomadland won the- Yeah, Golden it did win the Golden Globe. So that would probably be my pick, but you know, I I guess out of Minari, um, Sound of Metal and The Trial of the Chicago 7, what two would you recommend us watching tomorrow? Sound of Metal, Trial of the Chicago 7. Okay. We'll keep you no. engaged. Um, Minari is like I said, it's subtitled, but it's a it's a good story. It's a good storyline. Um, there is some English in it and everything, um, but it's it also touches on you know like a, a an elderly person kind of losing their mind a little bit and taking care of them. Yeah, getting a little too close to home. But and 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 but but also like going okay you made a mistake or you make, you know, this is, we're still going to take care of you regardless mm -hmm. of, of, of what happened and such. So that was kind of what I got out of that one. Um, but it's still good. Some good acting and everything. Um, I mean, I think it would be difficult to be a Korean farmer in Arkansas during that time period, which I can't remember if it was the eighties or not, but it seemed like it'd be a difficult situation, yeah. but yet the community, was very open to the people and everything and the actor that's in it he was on walking dead so i was uh, I as was, I was a fan of his yeah i love the walking dead yeah Lynn. Lynn, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so he's like he's i mean i if he's now gonna get into more acting roles beyond walking dead and maybe that's why his character's gone then uh cool good for him but every time we see him on screen we're like glenn, glenn! Like, that's our first <laughs> reaction to seeing him hopefully he'll He'll, uh, you know, doesn't mind that as much, but yeah, I would say if you had, yeah, the chance definitely watch Sound of Metal Trial of Chicago seven. Um, and yeah, I didn't watch the rest. And then we got directors, uh, Thomas Vandenberg, another round, David Frencher from Monk, Lee Isaac Chung from Minari and Chloe Zeho for Nomadland and Emerald Fennell, for promising young woman, uh, I took promising young promising woman. young woman there. Yeah. Like I feel like so like it's got to win something. So maybe they'll give it, give it to to that one. But I mean, usually best picture and best director, director go hand in hand, but not all not the time. Yeah, so. I, I thought that too. And so when I was making my picks, I was like, man, I'm taking promising young woman to to do a lot of work. And uh, even though Monk is up for 10 awards. And so I was like, wow, I don't know. Uh, I should have watched Golden Globes now. And so I have an inside idea. <laughs> right. um, yeah. But I, I really wouldn't be so upset. <laughs> yep. 
upset if France and McDormand won for best lead role in No Man Land. I liked her in that a lot. Um, and I don't think I picked him in any other. I, I, I don't say before I'd watched uh, Promising Young Woman, I'd almost gone, uh, I'd give Minari a lot of nods um, because it was at, you know, Arkansas. And I can't remember what year it was, but not modern time. And then Koreans and not knowing the language and, and being farmers and such and everything. And, and, and a son with an ailment, gosh, I'm sorry, people, I'm not trying to spoil anything on this because I want people to watch these movies and I want people to watch the Oscars. So I was trying to do my best to not spoil a single movie. Uh, hopefully we've done a good job at not spoiling anything. I'm sure we'll hear if we did. <laughs> yeah. Those two Kims ruined they the <laughs> The Kims ruined it for us. Kims ruined it for everyone. So what do you guys have uh, lined up for Sunday, the Oscars? Um, we usually like we've got our matching pajamas. We usually do like some some lottery scratcher. <laughs> we binge watch some silly show. trashy show. Um, have some drinks. We order some fancy food. Um, we fill out our ballots and we watch the show and we have a really good time together. So you wait till that day to fill out the ballots. Yeah, yeah like usually. Not very right before. Yeah, right before. Like, yeah. And what do you what are you thinking for food? What do you what, what any, if you have to wait till that day? You're like, mm. or you put in your votes now. Like a like a steak or Italian. It just depends. But we try to, you know, we usually um make my husband go and cater to our every whim while we sit in our pajamas and <laughs> Very, that's why I married this man. And laugh. <laughs> and laugh. And laugh and laugh. And then, you know, luckily we both have Monday off and, you know. Only we, took me several hours to do sub plans for that, but <laughs> totally worth it. And I'm just going to be in hell on Tuesday when I'm trying to go through 700 emails. But yeah, it's worth it. That's always fun. <laughs> Lots of emails. When you take, it's like some days when I, you take days off and you're like, I don't want to take Tandy off because I'm going to get 100,000 emails being exactly. gone. Exactly. It's like sometimes it's not worth it. But this time, oh, it's, yeah. when it's for Kim, it's totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Got your bestie in town watching. Yeah. So, like, what kind of mindless programs do you watch before? Just, it's a, it's a palate cleanser. Um, We're Real Housewives. Real Housewives. Yeah, for sure. Um, Are you watching the Salt Lake one? Oh, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, we've watched I've, every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> every yeah. show on Bravo. <laughs> like, uh, yes, for sure. I think. I brought us back for another, for a yeah. Bravo. Do you need a Housewives podcast? A Housewives podcast. I definitely have to have my girlfriend on that one because she watches yeah. those. Yes, that would be fun. Because I, I don't, I think I tuned out the most reality television that I'd watched. I watched wrestling, so that's pretty reality television enough. <laughs> But like, uh, I, I watched Real World life. for a long time. What's that? <laughs> I watched like the Total Bellas. Yeah. There you go. See, I can't. 
they are so behind storylines. Like when those shows come out, I'm like, I, I don't get into them. And also I'm like, I really don't care what you, I see you guys every week. I don't need to know what the real people are like as much. And you, and you break like next thing you know, like, Oh, those guys are best friends, but they're killing each other in the ring. Like that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm a guy that's all about keeping storyline in my head, but yeah, I find, would find those interesting uh, considering like the Miz, um, <laughs> Yeah. came out of the real world yeah. and then tough enough and then became a wrestler and now he has a reality show with his wife Ms. and mrs and i know I, that i was gonna maybe watch that one is uh, it, worth it? it probably is my dad made a comment to me the other day saying uh my girlfriend and i should quit our jobs and become professional wrestlers because oh. of the Miz and his wife and i was like <laughs> all right yeah. that guy has been doing it since in his 20 like it's been his lifelong goal i was like my life has passed as far as getting into that ring and doing what they do oh i'll be an announcer that'd be fantastic yeah you can do that but like i was like a gazillion people want to live that dream and i was like i'm not ready to give up my job maybe not retire sure i'd love to be an announcer behind the scenes i work from yeah that'd be sweet yeah but uh not quit anytime soon to try and become a wrestler my body would revolt <laughs> Revolt. I sound like a pop machine as is from playing high school sports, let alone I can't imagine becoming a wrestler. And I, I have a good buddy that like I watched him go through becoming a wrestler or trying to and everything. And yeah, it's a lot of hard work and like hard on your body and, and you're not necessarily going to make it. And he was like, is a six foot three half Asian guy. So like he had a different look to him than six foot three guys. So it was, I figured it might be a chance, but I don't think he had the right storylines going in the, in the lower cards. I think if he would have came on 10 years later, uh, their new development program probably would have helped him. But now he's in, in Vegas living a good life and everything. I think he works at Chippendales. So he definitely has, you know, and, and the body to do Chippendales. And he's met some uh, professional wrestlers. Females came in and one of them was having a bachelorette party. And so he got a dance for them and such. He sent me pictures and everything. It was, it was good and all that. Even though it has nothing to do with the Oscars, but it was a nice little interesting side story and, and everything. Well, the wrestler was up for an Oscar, I do believe, back in the day. Um the movie and uh, Mickey Rourke. Yep. Yeah. Did he, want, did he win one? I thought he did. <laughs> Most yeah. plastic surgery. I'm like, <laughs> okay. No. Oh, stop. Yeah. It, it, I was, um, when I watched that movie, I was like, wow, you know why I won? Because there's five lines of dialect through the whole movie. Like, he, I don't think they talk for the first 20 minutes. I don't think there's any sort of dialect. I mean, not 20, but. Well, my, my ex-husband was a wrestler and MMA fighter, so oh. yeah, there's probably not much going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I understand. I mean, it was it was showing what kind of a washed-up wrestler went through. Yeah, it's or, like brutal. Yeah. They're, they, they go from like being, you know, a superstar to nothing and, you know, as many athletes, like when you're like, Good, yeah. you know that a sport and that's gone like i know there's some trauma there 
Oh. And, and, and it seems like nowadays they're trying, in, especially in professional sports and, and wrestling now, they're trying to take care of you after the fact um, to give you insurance and, and stuff like that um, to keep you, you know, or employ you and stuff like, oh, okay, you did such great work in front of the screen or on the field. Now you're going to work for this organization. Um, they, I think they're trying to reach out that more. So they don't have these tragic stories of guys wrestling for crack. You know, it's a Jake the Snake. Roberts was that way, and 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 truly, DDP saved his life with yoga, and eating better, and and everything. Now Jake the Snake is back in wrestling as a manager, but 15, 16 years ago, yeah, was still trying to be a wrestler and and wrestled for crack. Literally, it's in a, it's in the documentary, and uh, I. Luckily, he found somebody that saved his his life and such. And but I think they they see those kind of stories. And I watch another documentary show that talks about how um, their lives afterwards or, or, or during wrestling were so kind of tragic. So they are you guys looking at yourselves disappear and such. Sorry, it's all it's all good. It's funny. And, uh, giggles. We always get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> folks, like I said, we, we have these great screen backgrounds and, and it doesn't always keep us in the front and we disappear into the back <laughs> yep, and everything. So yeah, it messed up my perfectly good. No, I got on a wrestling <laughs> tangent, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. It's a podcast. It's good. We have a podcast and a conversational podcast. That's why I always like it to be. And so, yeah, and, and especially in the video world where you, you can see yourself, you spend half your time looking at yourself. How, like, and we should be used to it by now because we're all on Zoom calls and everything. But yeah, I even check myself. And I've been on a camera or in front of a camera, behind a camera for uh, since I was my 20s, early, <laughs> maybe 19. So I should be used to it, but I'm still like, right. <laughs> everything's good. Uh. But, yeah. And like backgrounds, I love having the background now. Like, well, my I got like collections behind me of of Star Wars stuff, and and so it gets distracting to other people. So that's why I use this this background because I could reach back and be like, all right, yeah. <laughs> look, well, look at my little Grogu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just pulled Boba Fett out of the background into the screen to give people that are listening. Now we're getting kind of goofy talk, so. Probably should should uh, wrap this up. I want to I want to thank you guys for giving your expert opinions on and and just the history of watching the stuff together is amazing and a friendship and and what you guys do and make sure you get together each and every year to uh, to watch them together. Uh, do you ever make it up to Laramie to watch? Yeah. Yeah, we usually do this. Like we we've, we've done this up in Laramie a couple times, mm -hmm. but I I don't know. It seems like most of the time we get together now it's in Longmont. But you know, whenever I go up to see my parents in Laramie, we you know, before it. this whole COVID thing, we we definitely included Kim and her family and all of our get-togethers. They're family. Yeah, we really have been best friends since fifth grade. Mm -hmm. So. Her family, and, my family, and vice versa. Absolutely. And normally it's around Kim's birthday, which is in February. And so, like, you might drive to Laramie and not be able to leave. Like, <laughs> right. yeah. 
And yeah. I oh. for her birthday. Don't make it. Yeah, we like her. she comes in October, October for my birthday, and yeah. um, yeah, we definitely. And my daughter's birthday is Christmas. She's gonna. She just turned twenty one this year. Oh, so wow. we were gonna go to Vegas this year, but that I guess it'll probably be next year. We'll but see. yeah, okay. I know. I was trying to think. What's the last movie you actually went to in the theater? Did oh yeah, yeah. Do you guys remember? I remember mine. It's. <laughs> The Invisible Man. <laughs> I saw movie. that. Yeah, that was but I don't think movie. that was my last movie. Mm. Like we literally would go to a movie, like yeah, a couple movies off. a week. So I don't remember, but it's been a long time. Mason, my son, just went to Indiana Jones. The what's oh. the what's the name of the last one? The Last Crusade or t- no, 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 no. The one with Connery, the third one. Oh, Last Crusade. Yeah, him, his, he had a friend who had a birthday party that just ran it out of theater oh, couple, cool. like a month ago. Yeah. Now I'm sad that I don't know the last movie I went to. I don't, I don't know if I went to one in 2020. I don't think we went to one pre-COVID 2020, no. Um, well, well, for a long time, I was on call and, and my girlfriend is for the funeral home. I was always on call. Um, so we kind of made home viewing our uh, you know big old tv good stereo system so we weren't always interrupted because then we'd be like oh let's go to the movie and the next thing you know we're both getting called out of the movie oh, so yeah. i'm not as much yeah. on calls i used to be so it doesn't affect you as much but at home can pause it take right. calls yeah. and stuff like that but we still have a big giant screaming i used to have a movie theater popcorn machine oh. door broke on it I kind of miss it. I should get it going to get another one. But also, like, once you have that, like, anything fails and it's not the greatest thing for you. But, but being able to pause it is the best. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Like people talking and yeah. That would drive me nuts. I've only been, I saw Blade 2. Yeah. In New York City, like in the city. And there was lots of talking going on. It made me laugh, but I went, thankfully, it's not a movie that requires a whole lot of dialect. You know, it's a lot of ass kicking. But yeah, it was, uh, that was the only time I was like, dang, some talking going on. And people talking <laughs> on the screen, like not necessarily talking to each other, but talking like, get out of there, man. Like, I was like, wow, you don't do this in Wyoming. It's such a different place. <laughs> no, we <laughs> so, came in Wyoming. Oh, yeah. I've just some kids before. <laughs> I I got kicked out of movie theaters when in Laramie when I was in what? like junior high. Oh no. I shushed too. I shushed. Yeah. I like seriously, it costs too much money for these kids to be That's like about to say. I was like, you're throwing down some chunk of change. Yeah. Entertained. I could watch crappy movies at home if I wanted to, but exactly. I came for this cinematic adventure. <laughs> for and it, i mean the seats the the screen and everything i mean it's all that like and so you're like i don't want somebody yapping away or i get distracted by like someone turns on their phone and it's in front of me the light goes on and i'm like shut it off did you not see that whole muppet thing that we're talking about the phone <laughs> did you not see the m&m thing where yeah yeah <laughs> it's gonna blow up and i i'm a total movie guy too like any when i lived in new york um my weekends were monday and tuesday and so my ex-wife she was working so i'd go to movies in the middle of the day and because i had a movie theater within walking distance from my house and i remember i watched the rock scorpion king 
all by myself. Like there was not <laughs> another person in the theater. Um, I mean, it was great because it was action that way, but not Oscar worthy movie. But um, I was like, I could talk to the, the screen if I wanted to and nobody would really care. I mean, it's, and so I mean, that was like the only movie I remember being alone in because then people just sneak in and next thing you know, I'm like, oh, there's a creeper behind me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've never gone to a movie by myself. Have um, you? No, no, I haven't. But I we just don't have the confidence you do, Justin. Like, well, I got used to, I was like, well, we're not, I'm not, I don't mind it because I'm not there to talk to somebody the whole time. I mean, the whole time. I hope they are quiet and not talking my ear off. I was like, that's why I've gone alone. And there's just movies I wanted to see. Then I knew other people didn't. I was like, I'm going. Yeah, I mean, why not? I think I saw Deadpool was one of the last ones I saw alone. That's like one of my favorite movies. And Tia was like, I love Deadpool. (laughs) Tia, my girlfriend, when we watched on in like on TV or at home, she was like, "This is so funny. Why didn't you take me?" And I was like, "It's so funny. It's so funny." Like, and she's like, "I'm not into." I go, "You're not into superhero movies that much." And so, but I was like, "I'm not either." But it's like. I think we're going to skip all the Oscar movies and Kim's watching Deadpool tomorrow. <laughs> Both of them. One and two. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll be dying laughing. That's a good that's a good Sunday pre-movies. Yeah. It's such you'll a clear good your summer. mind uh, for the Oscars. Definitely watch some Deadpool. Yeah. You then, you'll, then actually it'll get you in the making funny people on the red carpet critiques. Right? Like his, his witty, snappy humor is is down that road. So funny. So it's, it's like you have a- to let me know if you do end up watching. Okay. Yeah. Cool. For sure. Not a marathon of Housewives. Housewives. <laughs> yeah. I will. I I totally am on board with the Deadpool. I think we should totally watch that. So funny. Yes. Well, right on, guys. Thank you for uh, being on the show. Thanks for having us. Like, thanks for good to see you. Thanks for doing this. It's it's special for us. This is 25 years, so it's, it's special. Yeah. Folks, I know we talked a little more than Oscars on the show. I easily get off subject and can ramble. I want to thank the Kims and hopefully it'll inspire one of you, the listeners, to start the same kind of tradition with one of your friends. Now I'll be watching the Academy Awards on April 25th, and maybe you should too, you know, to see if we're totally right with our picks or totally way off base with our picks. On to the next episode.